another week in the cabin. Let's have some sexy fun with lovely Maria, an episode of Makeup or Breakup, a foodie roundup, the Crapper Creek World News Report. Uh, the mayor drops by for a game of yes or BS. We'll tell you why fake Christmas trees suck ass. Things you should never do in the gym, which leads into the signs you're probably out of shape. Plus, weird things people find attractive. It's all this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. But, uh, holiday season. It's it's tree time. Gotta start thinking about it anyway. Now, the, I think there's a couple big questions. When do you put up the Christmas tree? That's always a big one. Some folks do it like a month away. It depends, I guess, if you're going to go real or fake. Because if you're going real tree, you can't put it up too early because it'll be dead. I don't care how much TLC and how many little packets of stuff and all the little tricks you put in the water to make it magically stay healthy and not die. I don't know. Fake tree, heck, you put it up in September. Some of you people did. Which is kind of sad on your part. I had an aunt that had a Christmas tree up all year. It was one of those silver fake ones. And uh, she had a big box of decorations for every occasion, every holiday. And she would redo it. Right after Christmas, she'd put it up for Valentine's Day. And then for St. Patty's Day or Mardi Gras or I don't know. Arbor Day. Seems kind of stupid to celebrate Arbor Day with a fake tree, right? <laughs> I don't know. Now, when I was growing up here in Alaska, we always had a real tree. And it was never store-bought. My mom would insist that my dad and I went out and got a real tree. Which was crap, because we'd do it in... All right, so we'd do it a couple weeks before Christmas, so it would survive. Because Alaska ones are frozen, you gotta let it thaw, and it's... it's you know, they're, they're very short for this world at that point. And then we'd have to go find one. And you know our fine selection of robust Christmas trees we have here in the interior of Alaska. Right? You're lucky to find one that looks like Charlie Brown's. In fact, most of them we find make his look like a redwood. And they're all those skinny little things that look like they're out of a Dr. Seuss movie. None are full or round, right? And you got like three hours of daylight to find the damn thing. And then my dad would proceed. We'd get it home. And we would end up like cutting down a 60-foot tree and getting the top five feet. And then we'd get the rest next spring for firewood. (laughs) It's kind of how we rolled. And then dad would proceed to drill holes in the tree and put in extra limbs. Remember that? To fill it up, make it look fuller, and then you'd, pay, you'd put the crappy side in the corner. And then my, it didn't matter because my mom would proceed to dump like 50 pounds of tinsel on it. You couldn't even see the damn tree. We could have used the friggin' coat rack at that point. But whatever. But that brings us to the next story or the next question. And that would all depend on real or fake tree, right? And then, of course, you get people, oh, it's bad for the environment. Well, what is? The real tree or the fake one? Buying real Christmas trees every year or fake one to use over and over. Somebody asked us experts. But in general, real trees are probably actually a little better for the environment. Fake trees can cause less of an impact if you use them over and over. 
A study found that after five years, it starts to even out. But it's not that simple. Because real trees also have benefits. Most of the fake trees we buy come from China. Let's start there. So on top of the whole made of plastic thing, you're also shipping over here on boats that are used a ton of fossil fuel to get the boats here. They transferred by truck that run on gas. The real trees we buy tend to be grown in nearby farms or somewhere so they don't have to travel as far. Those farms also create a lot of jobs. Christmas tree farms in the U.S. employ over 100,000 Americans. Growing all those trees does use up a lot of resources. Take an average of seven years to get it and water it. Help clean the air while they're growing so it's not all bad. A lot of cities compost old Christmas trees now so they're less likely to end up in landfills. Otherwise, you know, like Jerry Seinfeld says, it looks like a mob hit. You know, the car slows down, the tree fly, and then it's gone. He just... It's just there on the side of the road. Uh, <laughs> right. So in general, the experts say real trees might have a slight advantage, but fake trees aren't that much worse for the environment. So pick or choose. And, and you can put the fake tree up earlier. Now, we have a fake tree now because um, Wilson, the cat, and I made a Wilson-proof Christmas tree. It's got a five-foot stem on it that's got lights and a clear tube so it can't be climbed. And then the tree starts at five feet and goes up. Because otherwise, with Wilson the cat, it's it'd be in pieces. It's hard enough even with that. So maybe the real tree is the way to go. It's all up to you. There's advantages to having a real tree other than, you know, the smell smells nice. Makes your house smell like a weed shop. <laughs> That's kind of cool. And a squirrel could fall out at any time. Now look, boom, free dinner. And really, why should your heroin addiction be the only thing that leaves the floor covered in needles? But hey, thanks to your breasts and your Rolex and orgasms, you know, you get enough fake stuff in your life. And uh, if you fill its stand with bong water, rumor has it, it'll grow smokable buds. On that family trip to the tree lot, right? Probably the first time you got wood with the wife in years. You can watch it disintegrate over time, kind of like your parents' marriage. And really nothing beats that smell of fresh pine. All right, cocaine, shut up, you idiots. But I think the best thing about having the real tree is you drive around with that tree tied to your roof damn right it lets the other trees know not to mess with you right this will let this how you'll end up right here right here pal from the farthest north rock station in the world it's the crapper creek podcast all right it's time for make up or break up with lovely maria my bride uh besides being stunning and sexy she also has a pretty level head and that's why we bring her in to settle your relationship issues with an episode a little segment we call Makeup or breakup. Uh, these letters come to us from the Facebook page, X Rock Morning Show. If you ever want to drop us a line about this or Am I the Jerk? That's another one of our favorites. We've got that for you as well. But right now, uh, Maria, here's the question for you. Here's the letter. 
Went to my parents' house for Thanksgiving. Had not seen my girlfriend in a week. We agreed to have a romantic date night Saturday. After a great meal and a movie, it was time for a little nookie action. She told me to lay on the bed because she had a surprise for me. Minutes later, she comes strutting out of the bedroom in a smoking hot, sexy lingerie. I complimented on how sexy it looked and said, uh, she said she was flattered. Uh, she went to go, uh, you know, some new lingerie for me. I said, wow, that's amazing. You bought new lingerie. She said, no, I've had it for years. Yeah, I had questions. Turned out, says here. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. It turns out the lingerie was something her boyfriend, her previous boyfriend had bought her in college. They were together for three years and only broke up a year ago. We've been dating about nine months. I wasn't real happy and told her I wasn't in the mood anymore. We got in a fight. I left. Uh, and on the way out, she thanked me for ruining the night. Am I the only guy who would be put off by their girl wearing lingerie that they got from a former boyfriend? Is that makeup or breakup material? Oh, that's, I mean, personally, if the guy is behaving that way, I mean, should it really matter where she got it? If she's smoking hot in it? And the fact that another guy bought it for her and she actually wore it after she felt she was comfortable enough to wear it in front of him. He's an idiot. Yeah, he is. That's what I'm saying. You got to. I don't think it's him that should break up. I think she should just go. There we go. That's yeah, the twist uh -huh. I was looking for and right then there. She should strut her shit right out the door. Yeah, because he obviously doesn't have a clue. In the you've, negligee. You've got a smoking hot woman in a negligee, and you're going to. You're going to put that fire out? You're an idiot. Yeah, does it, yeah, does it really matter where she got this? Uh, it sounds like he's the one with the insecurity. See, and that's why we bring her in. And <laughs> you have all for kinds a super of... Long time. We've been married for a super long time. And yeah. I, I promise you, it wouldn't matter where I bought what I got, who I got it from. Unless, of course, I got it. From no, you come walk... Every time you walk out <laughs> in lingerie, I ask zero questions. I know. He's zero questions. Yeah. She should break up with him. <laughs> right. If he's that offended. No, I see that. The only question I have, okay, what is our safe word? That's all that matters after that. <laughs> we still haven't found one. I know. That's super califragilistic expialidocious. That we need a new one. Way too long, but yeah. that's when the cops are here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. Here's this week's headlines for the podcast. Glenn are bringing it to you. Now sit down and shut the fuck up. The price of craft beers going up. Also going up your annoyance at people who brag that they only drink fucking craft beer. Hey, Canada, this sad news. Canada experiencing a maple syrup shortage. Uh -huh. Continues Canada's long proud tradition of making headlines uh, simply for being adorable. Oh, another little syrup shortage. It's last week was Cyber Monday, but unless the online deals included Pornhub subscriptions, you didn't give a fuck, did you? You didn't even... <laughs> Not a thing. Uh, the new COVID strain is called uh, Omicron, the Omicron variant. I think it's a rule that uh, these have to sound like a Tom Clancy book you read on an airplane. Is that right? Inflation rose at the fastest pace in 30 years. Thanks, Joe. You know it's bad when the cheapest thing at Walmart is like the meth that you can buy in the bathroom. That's like the bot. That's it. 
Elsewhere, uh, analysts say the PlayStation 5 will be impossible to find this holiday. So read about it in the new report, PlayStation 5, the new G-Spot. We haven't found that either. Still looking. Elsewhere, scientists can now make a high-resolution camera, believe it or not, that's the size of a grain of salt. So far, it's only good for taking pictures of half your thumb, but I think you get the idea. Elsewhere, scientists say human brains decreased in size 3,000 years ago to preserve energy. And then decreased in size again this last year thanks to TikTok, I believe. Pretty, pretty sure. A man died after driving his car into the Dead Sea. Ah, irony. Authorities call it the most appropriate accident since Marilyn Manson accidentally wound up in Lake Erie. Finally in the news, an Italian doctor offered sex to his patient to cure her of an STD. I'll let you guess how he also said he could cure her hemorrhoids. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. This has been the Crumpet Creek World News Report. I don't have to explain that one, right? Good. All right, time for some science news. I don't know if this is a good thing or not. Uh, Imagine you're at work and, you know, you're in a big meeting and somebody says, oh, I'm sorry, I've got to take this. It's my dog calling. Really? Well, that might be a thing. Researchers in Scotland and uh, Finland teamed up to create a prototype device called the dog phone and lets your dog initiate actual video calls, not just calls, video calls with you. Really? Yeah, they put a sensor in a dog toy, so anytime he shakes the toy in its mouth, you get a call. (laughs) There's a screen uh, that they can see you on and a camera so that you can see them. Uh, Researchers at the University of Glasgow came up with the idea and tested it on a lab named Zach for three months. Showed him how to use it. And every few, yeah, he did uh, call a few times. Not sure he knew what he was doing, but, uh, you know, he'd approach the screen, show some toys, and she'd talk him him through the speaker. But here's the thing, also made a, a few mistake calls like sleeping with the toy. So basically the dog would butt dial you as well. So I don't know, but I've got a very neurotic lab who would be like calling constantly. He's extremely needy now that he's blind. He's like, not only has to be around me, he almost has to be touching me just so he knows I'm there constantly everywhere. I go to the bathroom. There he is. I go to the shower. There he is. I go outside. There he is. It's constantly there. <laughs> I don't know if I want this. My dog's already needy enough. I mean, I throw a tennis ball, comes back with a note that says, never leave me. <laughs> he follows me everywhere I go. I, I just took a golf trip with my buddies. There he was right there. But I got to admit, it, uh, having a needy big Labrador is, that's blind is pretty cool. I mean, I come home, he licks my face and removes my shoes, pours me a drink and turns on Sports Center. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it almost makes up for how much Wilson the cat hates me. But my dog is very neat. He, uh, I think he wants me to get microchipped. That'll tell you. Hey, you, you know, you come in, he gets excited and pees a little bit, kind of like grandpa. Right? I mean, I walk by and he, he bumps, you know, he poops in front of me. Right? But it's always shaped like a heart. I don't know how he does it. I have no idea. And the wife keeps finding a note on her windshield and all it says is, grrr. That's just strange. I don't think I need that. Great. What's next? Are they going to get their own social app as well? I got, how about Facebark? Let's call it that. 
From the same people who invented FaceTime comes a phone device for dogs, FaceBark. So if your dog suffers from separation anxiety, it can check in with you whenever it's lonely. What is it, boy? No, I'm at work. I can't come home right now. Yes, I will bring you some treats. No, 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 no. Leave mommy's cat alone. Face Bark. Keeping pet parents from doing their job one whimper at a time. Is that really a good idea? No, no, it's not. This is a horrible idea. Now, I said we would have us the Liberty Guest. I'm so excited. We have the mayor of our fair city, Mr. Jim Matherly. Mayor Matherly, how are you, sir? I am fan flipping tastic. Oh, man, that was close. You almost. <laughs> oh, that was so close. I was so ready. I was so ready. We have no seven second delay. That's why I always have to record these in advance, especially when it's Maria, because she's like a drunken sailor. She just weaves a tapestry of filth that's like, oh, my God. Still yeah. hanging over Fairbanks, just like in the Christmas story, right? Right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, uh, yeah. time, of course, now we don't bring him up in as a music critic, although you'd probably be a pretty good one, uh, but <laughs> we're not here for doing that. We're here for a little game we just like to call Yes or BS. Are we yes. ready? Uh, yes. Or, or, or BS or BS. That's true. That's true. And now it's time for yes, 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 or BS. Yes or BS with the man, our mayor, Mayor Jim Matherly, with us. All right, so here we go, Jim. Uh, these are here, here's your your choices today. We'll see how well you can do. We're celebrating, I uh, believe it or not, the Simpsons. Oh yeah, because they oh, made their debut. They made their debut around this time. Uh, 30, what, 35 years ago or more with the yeah. Tracy Ullman show. Remember, that's where oh, it started that. out. The Tracy Ullman show. They were little shorts that they would do. So, <laughs> Well, you, sh- you should already know I'm not an expert on Simpsons. This might get me, but I do like the Simpsons. I'm just, you know, not like the Beatles fan. Right, right. right. <laughs> of course not. Well, here you go. So uh, here you are. Here, here's your, these are all about the Simpsons then. Okay. Uh, they didn't get their own show until more than two years after they premiered on the Tracy Ullman show. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I think that's a yes. You are correct, sir. The word dope wasn't in the original script. It was just, uh, Homer, uh, it, it just said that Homer should yell out an annoying grunt, but uh, the word dope wasn't actually in the, uh, in the script. I will say that's true. Wow, two for two. Oh, good. <laughs> Dan Castellaneta, who does the voice, uh, came up with it. Don't! That was him. I don't know if he trademarked yeah. it. Probably wasn't allowed. Here's your next one. The Simpsons have five fingers on each hand, not four like other cartoons. Oh, gosh, is that a good question? Um, no, I'd say that's false. They got four. Wow. Oh, I got it. Yeah, 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 they do have four. <laughs> Almost all cartoons in the U.S. do. I don't know, partly because they were easier to draw back when Disney started. King of the Hill is one of the rare cartoons where the char- characters have five fingers. Well, if you notice it in a Charlie Brown Christmas song, when she gives the reasons to Linus, you know, Lucy, she does all five fingers. But I think that's the only time you see five in that cartoon. I could be wrong. Wow. I'll give you five good reasons. Remember, one, two, three, and then Linus says those are good reasons. She has five fingers at that scene. I think the rest of the time, it's only got four. 
All right, I'm the one doing the yes or BS questions. Okay, I'm the sorry. one that's supposed to do this. You're just supposed to sit there and be pretty, okay? Sorry, Glenn. All right, don't don't go taking my mustard there, Mr. Mayor. Okay. Can I continue, sir? Can I continue with yeah. my you, my show and my contest? Can I do this? You're you're very distinguished, and you may continue. Yes, I am. I'm a distinguished citizen. Here we go. All right. Homer's favorite beer is Pawtucket Patriot. No, that's that's false. Wow, look at you. Yeah. Do you know whose that is? That is an actual fake cartoon beer. It, it's, isn't, that, isn't that Henry Hill? Uh, uh, it's a family guy. Pawtucket. Oh, family guy. That, yeah. Uh, no, Homer's, of course, was Duff beer. Yeah, the Duff, yeah. All right. Well, you're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty darn good here. Here's wow. the next one. If okay. Bart aged in real time, he'd be older than Macaulay Culkin is today. Oh, good question. Yeah. Um, ooh, that's a really good question. But Macaulay's in his... Nah, he wouldn't be older than Macaulay. Oh, Macaulay's you were doing older. so good. You oh, were doing so good. Oh, no, no. He's 10 on the show, and the first Tracy okay. Ullman show was 34 years ago. He'd be 44. Macaulay is 41. So, oh. yeah, you would have been... Yeah, there you go. Sorry about that. Oh, close. Okay. Yeah, so good close. Question. So good. close. That's good stuff. That's our mayor, Mayor Jim Matherly. Uh, <laughs> mayor, keep up the good fight. Thanks, buddy. You too. Talk soon. Bye. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Uh, I'd be amiss if I didn't tell you this story. The weirdest part of this story might be that a gym was actually crowded on Thanksgiving. 78-year-old Robert Dorvac went to the gym Wanted to use a specific machine, but somebody else was on it. Now, I don't know. It doesn't say what type of machine, but two sisters were there working out and got sick of waiting for them to finish. So while one of them was still on the machine, he sat down on top of her so he could use it instead. What? Sounds like he had her pinned down. Then he pushed the other sister away when she tried to step in and help. Police got involved. Witnesses confirmed he was the aggressor, and now he's facing charges. All right, now I want. Here's the thing, I, I, and it seems to be more women than men. Men spend more time than women staring at themselves in the mirror at the gym, but women spend more time staring at their phone. They'll do a set, and then they'll go on Facebook, and then they'll do another couple reps, and they'll go on to Twitter, and then they're. They go, I went to the gym for an hour. No, you didn't. You worked out for 10 minutes. The rest of the time you're on your phone. Stay off your phone if you're on the machine. I I don't know if I'm just a grumpy old guy, but it drives me nuts. When I want to use a machine and I see people just sitting there on their phone. It's like crap or get off the pot, right? But that's just You should never do that at the gym. And the taking photos, you're not supposed to do that either because other people are always in those photos. But there's probably a lot of things you shouldn't do at the gym, right? Skip the towel and lick your machine clean. Grunt loudly when you're just on the Stairmaster and then grunt even louder when you're off the Stairmaster. You should never wring out your socks in the water fountain. There's a ton of things you probably shouldn't do. Work out to Nickelback without headphones. Pound the Taco Bell before it's your turn to use the squat machine. Horrible idea. Horrible, just trust me, horrible. Make cow noises as you walk by people on the treadmill. 
<laughs> or use the phrase, mind if I use your towel? Yeah, try that. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> right now, we're rolling about that time of the day. I'm getting hungry. You getting hunger pangs? I know. Let's get some food or at least a foodie roundup under our belts. Can we do that? Yeah! get near our footy roundups of course we turn to the holidays a little more Pillsbury now has a new cookie dough flavor it's candy cane flavor (laughs) sorry just threw up in my mouth a little bit it's first time they've uh, had this flavor they probably they've done uh, peppermint sugar cookie dough before so I don't know how that's different One major difference, you can bake this one, or it's safe to eat raw, I don't know. So if you're thinking about trying one of the fancy raw diets, keep that in mind. Keto ice cream. We mentioned that Canada was low on share. They had to tap into their strategic reserve. Biden tapped into the uh, the, uh, petroleum reserve last week. Let me see. So Biden, so you cut down, you, you basically eliminated any new pipelines in the country. Now you got to open up the reserve. Dude, you're an idiot. Yeah. However, Canada's had to do the same with their maple syrup. Although they never, I think, cut, you know, cut off. That would be like cutting down all of the maple trees or saying, no, you can't get any more maple. We'll just use what's in the reserve. Government-backed group called Quebec Maple Syrup Producers. Yeah, that's a thing. Releasing 50 million pounds of syrup to help deal with the supply issues. <laughs> They said supplies up about 20% more this year. Over 70% of the world's maple syrup comes from Quebec. Their biggest customer by far is the U.S. Well, of course. Because that's because we're a bunch of fat asses. Uh, here's one for you. Not holiday related. Walmart's bringing back their party size hostess Twinkie making kit. <laughs> We're just not big enough. We just don't have enough diabetes. Too many feet, apparently. It allows you to bake a giant Twinkie to feed your entire family. Limited time thing. It'll probably cost about 15 bucks. Also, McDonald's is bringing back their festive holiday pies, which look like rainbow speckled Hot Pockets. But unlike the actual Hot Pocket, they have vanilla custard filling. None of this sounds good. Papa John's changed its logo to drop the apostrophe. That's your big move? <laughs> okay. If you're a grammar nut, uh, you're, uh, the missing apostrophe suggests the restaurant is no longer associated with one John who owns it. It's now multiple Johns. Who all happen to be the fathers? I don't know. To be fair, Popeye's has the same issue, right? Wendy's? What? I don't know. Is there an apostrophe in Wendy's? McDonald's? Is- so they dropped the apostrophe. As in John's, as in... Pimps? I, I don't know what that means. Or, or guys hiring prostitutes? What, what are you talking about? A food blogger. Here's one. Told people to water down their ketchup to make it healthier. That's how you, in, you like anger an entire internet all at once. Yeah, add water. She posted a video where she's eating McDonald's fries, mixes one part ketchup and about three parts water. So she ends up with this thin red liquid. Claims it's a lot healthier because ketchup is loaded with sugar. All right, it's true. It's not really good for you, but 
Really? You're at McDonald's and you're worried about your health? Shut the hell up. What, really? It's absurd. Whatever. Finally! Ah, oh, here we go. It's the holidays. We know the combination of Mr. Pibb and Red Vines is like crazy delicious for whatever reason. Now Red Vines has been combined with gingerbread? They're called Red Vines Gingerbread Twists, and they look like Red Vines, They're except they're brown. A little less appetizing. Nobody likes eating brown things. For now, they're only available online. Or you could just go to the Gingerbread House competition, because they use Red Vines. Just bite one right in the ass. Who's going to say anything? What? These aren't for consumption? It's your foodie roundup. Yeah. That time of the year we get a little lazier. I've been trying to hit the gym more. I, I like the gym. I, it, it, for my for everything from just sleep to anxiety to everything, it just really helps. I just, like I always said, nobody ever left the gym going, gosh, I wish I hadn't have done that. Just the uh, just getting there and getting started. Once you do, you're good. But yeah, that always takes a little bit, especially when it's cold and it's dark. Got to warm up the car. Whatever. I love seeing the guys at the gym that... Uh, drive around the parking lot for 20 minutes to find a spot one space closer to the front door so they can go in and walk on the treadmill for an hour. <laughs> okay. Or the guy on the bike machine in the full biking racing outfit. I see you, dude. We all see you. It's ridiculous. Stop doing that. Really? The gloves? Really? Where's your helmet in the mirrors? That's the only thing missing. I swear, he had the pants, you know, the tight biking pants and the top and the shoes. And the gloves, everything. <laughs> everything but the helmet. He's on a machine, like it's going to suddenly take off somewhere. <laughs> uh, and then you get the, the folks under 20, or say, I'm going to say under 25, women in particular. Pooper, get off the pot, ladies. They're going to do one, they'll be on a machine that you want to use, and they'll sit there and they'll do like five or six couple reps, then they'll check their phone for 10 minutes, then five or six more, then check their phone, put the phone down. I pick up the phone only in, in the gym to change music or turn it up or down or something. That's the only, oh, pet peeves, pet peeves at the gym. I do like to people watch at the gym, whether it's the old, whether it's the old dude burning it, right? Big heavy set gal looking to change your life. Awesome. The hot gals in the yoga pants or the dudes that are ripped that just can't take their eyes off themselves in the mirror. People person. But that story I had yesterday that said, what was it? It was the other day. Uh, 40% of people get winded going up or down one flight of stairs. And that was down as well as up. One flight of stairs gets beat 40% of you winded. Come on, we got to do better than that. I mean, there's a lot of signs you're out of shape, right? If you're, you climb a set of stairs and you're winded. Or if you, like, set your treadmill to sickly. Heck, forget iron. You pull a back muscle pumping gas, don't you? Or maybe, you know, you're okay and you're comfortable with it. Maybe you're making six figures a year being the before model in a fitness ad. You always wonder about those guys. And let's be honest, the only reason you got a six-pack abs is, well, it's because your stomach folds are deep enough to actually hold six actual cans of beer. Not the same, by the way. That doesn't count. 
Hey, you just got to 10,000 steps on your Fitbit. Too bad, you know, you finally did it and you bought it three years ago. Did you trade your stationary bike for a stationary chair? <laughs> you walk into the gym and they change the place's name to 24 Second Fitness. You know you're out of shape. <laughs> your Peloton, let's face it, is buried underneath so many clothes it looks like a preschool's lost and found section. The only yoga position you can hold is lying downward dog. Oh no, I'm, I'm ripped. Look at me, man, I'm ripped. Yeah, you got the build of an astronaut. Sadly, that astronaut is William Shatner. Way too much fun. As we near the holidays, we'll have more holiday fun for you as well. My man Carmine Apice will join us, legendary rocker, next week. And uh, he'll answer the question, why do everybody? Why is everybody slamming on the Rolling Stones? We'll find out more about that as well. Plus all the weirdness and bullshit that makes you tune in every week. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Tell your friends, leave a comment, and share us, would you please? Till next week from the cabin of Crapper Creek. Have a good one. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.